wake up and get out of bed Don't delay your sleepy head Grab a seat on the couch Listen to what we're talking about In a Saturday morning pajamas Hello and welcome. Pour yourself a bowl of cereal, grab a spot on the couch, and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas. I'm your host, Jax, and today I'm bringing you a little discussion regarding two movies I've seen recently. Both of these movies are a little bit old, but I think you will enjoy them. First movie we're going to get into is called The Final Cut. It is a 2004 movie starring Robin Williams, Jim Caviezel, and Mira Savino. This is one of Robin Williams' darker films, and I think it is something you really enjoy. Secondly, we're going to get into a 2015 movie starring Abigail Breslin and Wes Bentley called Final Girl. Notice the theme. Both movies have the word final in it, yes, but they're also movies that are a little bit different than the majority of films one of the main actors or both the main actors are known for. Um, just want to say a shout out to all my friends listening to us on Stitcher. We are now available on the Stitcher radio app, so you can go free and download that if you choose. And I want to thank you all for listening. As always, we appreciate your comments and uh, constructive criticism at nonoms, that's N-O-N-O-M-S dot net. And let's get into the discussion. First movie. As I mentioned, we are going to be talking about the the final cut. This movie has a great dystopian future theme. I don't think I'm using the right word here. Basically, it's set in an alternate universe where technology is a little bit different, things are a little bit different, but they're still close enough to how things are now to give you that sense of this could really happen. Short version of the story is Robin Williams it plays this guy named Alan Hackman. Yes, Hackman. I will have a comment on that name soon. All I can think about is the South Park episode with Gene Hackman. Hackman! Oh, tangent, squirrel, sorry. Basically, in this reality, people have an implant in their heads called the, called the Zoe implant. And essentially, the Zoe will record all audio and visual that you experience, essentially your memories. Now, this implant's not for everyone. It's only for those who can afford it. Part of the great thing about this implant is then upon your death, when you are having a memorial service, a certain professional is hired, known as a cutter, who will go through and basically edit a movie out of your memories. This sounds really interesting in ways if, say, you need to release, relive a moment or need to remember something. That'd be awesome. But no, they cannot see what's on these while you're alive. The only person to ever see them really is the cutter. And really, the cutters, the cutter has the same job as an editor or a story writer does on a friggin' reality show on The Bachelor, on Survivor, what have you. They make a story out of your memories. It might not be a true story, but they still make one. So back to a little bit more into this world. There's the people who love this, who can afford it, and then there's the people who are part of the anti-Zoe movement. These are people who believe that the memories, should be, the memories are only for those who are actually there. It's not for everyone to see. Some even go to say that 
you know, the only person you can view one's own life besides the person is God. Take that way you will. But it does go into a bit of to, do you really want someone seeing everything you've ever done? I mean, when you were a kid and you accidentally took a pack of gum and you, you know, you cheated on a test. When you had your first heartbreak, do you want other people to relive that pain you went through? No. It, it's generally something most people wouldn't want or even think about. For this reason as well, one of the rules of the Zoe is they don't, you don't find out you have one until you're around 21 years of age. Some people react greatly. In the movie, there's a part where they talk about how this one girl just, she was 21 and she'd been into a lot of bad things and she found out and she straightened right up just before killing herself because she couldn't handle that pressure. It's, it's something that has this double-edged sword. So that's about the universe. Now about the actual characters. So Robin Williams playing Alan Hackman is a cutter. I still find that ironic with the last name, but I'm pretty sure it was intentional, so oh god, help me. Anyways, Alan is one of the best in the business. He actually, he doesn't really have memory, he has no family, so he doesn't worry about parental or other aspects. In fact, his parents passed away when he was young. So young, in fact, that it becomes a major plot point when he later finds out he was the recipient of one of these implants. Because of this, he now has recorded the lives of others on his own implant, something that's against the rules. Only note, you should never mix two different lives on one implant. So, in between him finding out about this going on, and between him find, in between him figuring out what to do, and having this crisis, there's a lot going on. I don't want to get into it too much. I already just gave away a bigger... A, Fairly good plot point, um, but there's a lot more going on, so I'll let you watch the rest. I do want to know, though, that it I really like the implications this gives to the society that Alan lives in. That there is, someone can see your life, someone you don't know, you have no control, you've never met this person, most likely, and they're going to see your most intimate life. Um, and I think that's just something you need to think about. Because we're having the same thing going on with cell phones these days. I know people who will take pictures of others in secret and public because they want to mock them. I don't agree with this. Um, but it's basically what the people of Walmart website is. Um, you've all seen the memes where there's different people who are doing something stupid. Go on Reddit any day and you'll probably find some pictures someone didn't know was taken. I want to say it's okay when the person knows there's a subject of one of these photos, but think about it. There's some memes that I've been seeing for 10, 15, 20 years, the same photos going around. I mean, there's that old one of the woman, this one goes way back, it was from a newspaper article where there's a woman pregnant, smoking a cigarette, staying in her lawn, and she's quoted as complaining about noise from construction hurting her baby. Yes, there's a few things wrong with that, but the point is, Whenever this came out years ago, I don't think she was expecting that to be something that I would have seen within the past year on the internet. Because I'm pretty sure this is from the 1900s. So, that was a while ago. It's also an implication of the society where some people will go so far to not be recorded. One thing that was discovered by the anti-movement is that doing tattoos with a special 
Something special about these tattoos interfere with the implant's ability to record audio and video. And so some people will tattoo themselves just so they can't be recorded. Some go so far as to even record, um, not record, get tattoos in a very ugly manner over their face. Um, just to make it so people don't want to look at them. I don't think anyone says it, but it makes me think of how you do see those people who want to rebel. Who they dye their hair, they get a, you know, a nose ring. Or the people who get like the lizard man or the, pu the guy who had the t puzzle pieces tattooed on him. They just want to go out there. And that's their freedom to expression, but not other people like it. In this movie, making yourself look so different is a means as to stop you from being recorded. Whereas in our society today, people are jerks and they'll take pictures of who they don't like so they can say things. I personally think it's cool that, you know, you have that self-expression. That is great and I wish more people would be free to have their own self-expression. Because guess what? It's not hurting anyone. Unlike in this film, you do what you want, doesn't hurt anyone. Overall, I think this movie is a great piece by Robin Williams. It's not perfect. There is a reason it didn't become more well-known. It does have a few pacing and editing problems. But overall, I think it really is a great look at some of his more serious work and a really great idea. Let's see. Oh, and I almost forgot. <laughs> Check my notes here. Uh, this movie also stars Jim Caviezel. You will remember him as Jesus from Passion of the Christ. I won't. I never saw that movie, but I see the name. I think Jesus. And Mira Savino is in the movie as well. So some really great actors, some really great talent, and rated PG-13. Our second movie that we're going to discuss is called Final Girl, and this was released in August of 2015. This movie stars Abigail Breslin and Wes Bentley. You may remember Wes Bentley from The Hunger Games. He played... Oh gosh, I can't remember the character's name, but he was basically the talk show host. Um, when they when um in the first one I believe. No, in the second one, Catching Fire, he was a talk show host when da, 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 what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence showed up on the stage in the fire dress. As well he was the next door neighbor's kid in mm, Beautiful Mind, maybe? It was that movie with Mira Savino from, like, the late 90s with the husband who has, like, the, oh, the whole midlife crisis thing. And then he buys weed from the neighbor and the daughters, her friend, wanted to sleep with the husband, dad, and it was all everywhere. I had to watch it for school because my sociology teacher decided that was a great way to teach. That's where I remember was from. <laughs> Uh, I'll have a link to the Internet Movie Database page for the film on the blog post, so you can go there and check out Wes's other work if you wish. As for Abigail Breslin, you may remember her as oh, you may remember her as the young girl from Zombieland. She was that cute little kid that you know gave the little comic relief, little cuteness, all those sorts of things. She was also Olive in Little Miss Sunshine as well as the younger daughter in science. You'll notice most of those can be described as the cute little girl child actress. Not so much in Final Girl. In Final Girl, she plays someone who's a little bit more sociopath. Basically, she plays a character named Veronica, and she is different than other kids. She, she doesn't really feel 
emotions. For example, there's a scene right at the beginning where they're talking about her parents dying. And her reaction is, people die all the time. She's maybe six or seven, maybe. She's not having that type of reaction you would think. Because of this reaction, though, it makes her perfect for another job that the older William, played by Wes Bentley, has for her. He is going to train her to help, well, basically be a killer. That's what they do. I do want to start, say there is some... There are some issues with the movie. There are some pacing issues. There are some writing issues. Um, I do wish they go into a little bit more backstory and establishing shots as well as establishing just a little bit more about the character's background. But it is still a very good film and I really did enjoy it. Basically what we do get from the film is that she is being trained to work on this group of boys who like to kill girls. It's like about four guys and they take girls to the woods and then they kill them. They are such lovely, lovely boys. So she, it, it's apparent that they've done this before. This is not the first time she's had to kill. But you see, before we even get to that part, you see him taking her to the woods, teaching her how to have endurance, telling her, you know, you need to stay away from the water because that will just slow you down. You don't want a gun because... Go, but go, uh, <laughs> because guns jam. You want to do things the right way. He's trained her to be logical. So I find that that's a really interesting way of putting things where we're not looking at this from the police standpoint of a murder after it's happened. We're not looking at this from the normal police detective, what's the word, from the usual procedural way. We're looking at this from the eyes of killers who are trying to do good and just the way they think of it. The story also, though, because most of it is between Veronica and William, we do intersect that with the group of the four young men, and we see different bits of their life. Not too much. Um, we see a tiny bit of their home life, just showing how they have issues as well. We'll still call them issues, but they have different things going on as well. Some of them actual issues others they're just psychopaths as well so it still is really interesting i wish i had more to say about this movie however the universe does not extend this is one of those lower budget films that saved money by filming in mainly in few locations think how like the first saw movie filmed mostly inside that one room that's how this is. It's filmed mostly around this lake or in a warehouse or these very few places. So we don't go too far beyond to show where other things were. That said, I think Abigail did wonderful. I think Wes did wonderful. Um, Abigail was only 16 when she has a movie, but she still has grown up a lot. Can be found on Amazon.com recommend checking well out this movie um, in DVD on format Netflix currently. or available to rent. And as well, I, think I know it. I saw Final, I just mentioned that Final Girl is on Netflix. And I believe I saw Final Cut on X-Fandies On Demand. I'm not 100% sure though which channel it was under. So you will take a look. If you are not really wanting to watch a movie right now, but you want to listen to a book maybe, we do have our special treat from Audible, where if you go to audibletrial.com smp, you can get a 30-day free trial. That includes one free audiobook 
and it, you can choose from a wide selection of over 180,000 title, titles. I can talk, I swear. <laughs> and this will give you a great thing to listen to when you're driving, when you're walking, when you're doing housework. Something when you don't have the time to sit down and watch a movie that I've recommended or that your friends have recommended. <laughs> so I'd like to thank you all for giving that a shout out as well. We are have we do have for the option to become one of our patrons at Podbean. If you go to our website, nonoms, that's N-O-N-O-M-S dot net, and go to the link on the at the bottom for our, become our patron at Podbean. Any little bit helps. We want to be able to continue to grow and make this podcast something more for you to enjoy. Again, I thank you for listening. If you want to leave us any comments, constructive criticism, suggestions, do so at the blog post. And we will see you in a few days. Bye.